This episode of Speakers of Heidelin is made possible by our generous patrons. Special thanks to our supreme and master speakers, Omeji Cat Comet, Erisu Yamakawa, Circa Barakil, Remy Asalia, Arcadia Lunashine, Alex Franco AV, Casey Schaefer, Asuta Starbreeze, Cletus Oreo, Nina Grimstotter, Nat Clay, Lily Black, AJ Brainswordson, Bob Cece, Mikto Rabentau, Faris Gentoru, Sapa Chakwatol, Umbral Wind, Quick Levin, Winebow Brood, Pamela Isley, Camille Grinnell, Face on Masher, Real Maximus, Code Red No, Mira Miri, Bay Barbele, Suno Chicano, Celesto Noatrel, Lazy Boy, and a Bag of Dragonite. Support the show and become a patron today at patreon.com slash speakersxiv. Thank you. This is Speakers of Good evening, Aorcians. Welcome to Speakers of Fidelin, episode 246. I'm Lakeel Bravestone, and I'm joined today by Georgi Wiston and Rollo Dez. Hello. Are Hello. we not practicing our sign language today? Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, good. Very good. There you go. Thank you. For our audio listeners, that will be difficult to explain. <laughs> um, <laughs> it is the end of a long weekend. Uh, FanFest has ended, and so this is our FanFest XL episode. Um, we will, of course, go through the biggest points. Uh, we can't go through absolutely everything for obvious reasons. We'd be here for... We have three hours, well, less than that. Um, and there's only so much you can fit within uh, that amount of time. So... Uh, we'll go through the keynote, the fan, uh, the live letter, the concerts, some other stuff around it, possibly. Uh, we'll see. Um, that's that. There will be no recent events, uh, obviously, because uh, there's everything. Fan Fest is the event. Uh, it happened. Yeah, uh, there will be no post show today because of this. Um, so that's that. There's um, a channel update before we go into the um, the live letter. Um, reminder that on Tuesday um, we have uh, Eurovision uh, for patrons. So um, that's 7 p.m. BST, 2 p.m. ET, Tuesday, Thursday, Grand Final on Saturday. So make sure you catch that. Okay. Uh, that's that. Um, let's just get into recent events. We'll start. Sorry, main story. No recent events. Uh, day one, Fan Festival 2021. We've been waiting. It happened. Um, before we started, so every there are many channels like ours, right? Uh -huh. That cover 14, that attend events. Or cover events, I mean, um, and had plans to cover FanFest. Seven-ish hours before the event went live, the 14 Twitter posted um, a link to their stream hub 
And also, by the way, if you want to co-stream, you can only co-stream the keynote and none of the stage events. Which is a vague last minute thing to put up um, and had no further explanation as to whether or not we could cover the live letter. Um, yeah. This is the first time that they have done such something like this to like a to a to a live letter and we don't even know if that was official like their official rules everything was like hearsay one thing i think the only piece of information we got was from a french community manager that said <laughs> fat everything that's on the website is correct which isn't really clarifying anything but that was what we were yeah. going on uh, and so we had to use uh, multi-stream to to cover it what I hope, so I hope and I think that this was a fan fest. This was a, a, something they had to do because of fan fest. They may not have, you know, remember this is a very different event from what they wanted. Uh, they had expected ticket sales. They didn't get that. So maybe there's some ad revenue stuff going on with the sponsors. And there's like maybe there was a requirement for viewership that they needed to hit. Uh, so I'll give them, I'll cut them yeah. the slack. I just wish, I just wish they'd told us a little earlier because yeah. uh, there was a totally lot of fine. prep that just went down the drain, uh, that day. So that's that, but yeah. that's fine. Uh, I'm over it now, but it was very frustrating, uh, on the day. The, <clears throat> the event is over. Yes. It's in the past. It is. It is. All right. Uh, the keynote started with a countdown, uh, which then led into the trailer. And I think we should just go analyze the trailer. Uh, we I usually do that yes. trailer too. That was fun. Yeah. Um, this should not be your first time watching the trailer because we will be pausing it a lot. Yes. Uh, as per usual, every time we do this, mm -hmm. uh, we will... We are analyzing the trailer now, so mm -hmm. make sure you've watched this beforehand. This will also be cut from the audio podcast. Yes, so goodbye, audio listeners. Uh, if you want to watch this, well, then you have to watch it. Uh, video link is in the description. So uh, the tra after the trailer, Yoshi P walks on stage wearing an outfit and carrying a scythe mm -hmm. for a, a new job. Um, I guess we can mention that the song in the trailer um, was composed by Soken, the lyrics written by Koji Fox and Ishikawa, and vocals from Amanda, how do we pronounce that? Aiken. Aiken. Aiken uh, which you've heard in Tomorrow and Tomorrow from Shadowbringers. And the male vocals are Sam Carter from the, uh, from the band Architects. Apparently, a lot of people knew who those uh, who the architects were. Uh, I did not know that, but mm -hmm. there you go. Uh, we also got the release date, November twenty third. Everyone, the late end of fall. Ways ways off, but you know what? It's been a long year. <laughs> a lot of stuff's happened. I'm not gonna. Yeah, November twenty third. Calling that like fall. That's <laughs> especially for people up north. That's like, ooh, okay. We call in that fall now, are we? Are we? <laughs> All right. Uh, so that's uh, when it will be out. The new job then. He spent a lot of time, by the way, on the stage because he knows. 
Yoshi P knows that we mm. want the new information. And he did the thing where he just walks back and forth, like spinning his scythe around, yeah, looking at like, chat, just talking about how sweaty mm, he is. Ah, uh, he, he, uh, talk, he talked about being sweaty a lot, which I thought was funny. It's yeah. a lot of sweat <laughs> talk. Uh, eventually, he got to the job. It is called Reaper. Uh, no surprise. I, I don't think it's a good name. But a lot of people wanted it to be Reaper. Some people wanted it to be Necromancer. Uh, but nope, it's Reaper. It's a scythe-wielding melee DPS using the maiming gear set, which is shared with Dragoon. Good. Um, it's like big gimmick. It's that it can call forth an avatar from the void. Oh, it's like a little spooky ghost. Yes, it is mm -hmm. like a little spooky ghost. Uh, we can look at the job demonstration before we discuss oh. it further. Um, let's see here. We have it. We have it here. All right. Not for children. ESRV. <laughs> there it is. Uh, it's a it's a big. It's it's not well. It's quite big actually. It's a little void scent. Yeah. Of. And he gives you a little hug. Unlike any void scent I've seen before, but scary. It looks like it has two stances. Because now it's using blue attacks. And then it does something midway through here, and now all the attacks are red. Yeah. It's just like the, I don't know, use the equivalent of Delirium yeah. or Berserk or whatever, and you just do the one powerful attack over and over again. Yeah. Oh, it merges this... with the Avatar. There we go. Now it's all red. Yeah. Yeah, see, they're like the same skill, like five times in a row or something. Yeah. Oh, it's pose. so edgy. It's so <laughs> it's so fucking chuny. Oh my god. Uh, uh, yeah. I am I'm darkness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your gear changes when you're in the red form as well, which is really oh. cool. Uh, I don't know, that's um that that's our new DPS coming up. How do mm -hmm. you feel about it? How do you feel about everything? It's cool. Mm-hmm. I, I really want to try it. I yeah. I hope they accommodate melee DPS with positionals a bit more in this next expansion. Mm -hmm. As it's a rough time right now, but yeah. I'll, I'll definitely give it a shot. I don't think I'm going to mm -hmm. main it because I just I don't I don't like melee DPS that much. But I'll give it a shot. As says the former ninja main. Mm. Listen, I left for a reason. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Have you? seen the theory behind what the avatar is no i don't think so you tell i've seen a theory that people have been positing that the avatar is our shard from the 13th and while it cannot reconnect with us that is how they can justify us working with a void scent yeah, because I like that because that's the that's the next thing I was going to talk about is the the lore implications of this would be quite significant. Mm -hmm. uh, that yeah, I like that theory. That's I like don't it. Say it's my, don't compliment me, Chess. Not my idea. No, it's not. It's not Georgi's theory. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It is not I do a like speaker's it. theory either. What? But I feel like locking behind 
your 13th shard behind a, like a five job quest is kind of like, eh, maybe I want that more in the MSQ or like a different side story than I would as just a job. Mm-hmm. But I do like that idea. Yeah. I mean, I agree, but I feel as if like a lot of important lore is locked behind Dark Knight as well. So I don't think <laughs> yeah, they necessarily care. Yeah. Well, that Dark Knight had time to build it all up. It had like what 15, 30 quests. Now it's this job is gonna have like five, a, several, <laughs> several job quests, and that's it. Yeah, that's true. The will the next job in the next expansion won't have any job quests, will it? It'll just no, have no. The they quests. will. Yeah, it'll have like they, the first ten levels of job. Oh, oh, so that's okay. I forgot how this. They works. have always, yeah. Essentially, every job will have the first ten levels be job quests, and then they will transition yep. into. The oh, okay. Quests. Thank God. Yeah. All right. Uh, that's um, yeah. So that's Reaper. I I'm hyped for that. It looks like a mm-hmm. fun class. Um, you going for Reaper? You going for Sage? What team are you? Sage. Well, I think. Obviously, we'll both be trying it Sage first. Yeah. Okay. I'll I'll be the Reaper guy then, just to yeah. be the odd man out. Uh-huh. Uh Yeah. That's uh, so. That's uh, Reaper. Not much more to say about about it. Looks cool. It's what we wanted and expected. That was like about the only thing we expected from this uh, keynote, I think, because everything else. I mean, well, we, some we locations we well. expected Charlie, and that's true. I, I well, we expected Charlian, but we didn't we'll expect get to that later, Rollo. <laughs> we didn't expect all of the stuff that we got to see. Like all of the yeah. stuff they had read. Well, I say ready. They they were there's obviously I don't know if this something's off with the skybox, at least in Charlian, but we'll we'll get to it. Yeah, that was bizarre, mm-hmm. but yeah. maybe it's just in progress work or something. Yeah, they did emphasize mm-hmm. that. For the first time, they've not done that in previous keynotes that these are subject to like they literally said it before they played it. Like, this will change. Yeah. So let's put a little aliasing though. It was so so many jaggies. It was weird. <laughs> yeah, I think. Well, we'll see if uh, we see it now. But uh, it might have been our capture that did it because they're. Oh. I don't know. We're about to see. Uh, okay. Let's have a look at old Charlian. We will have to describe it for our audio listeners. Mm. Nope, definitely mm-hmm. jagging jagging along here. Mm. Uh, from this point, it looks very much like Idleshire. Yes. Wait, wait, look, look, he'll pause it. Hold on. Yes. You see those pillars up there? Yeah. Oh, don't. They're ionic pillars. Learned that from my architecture class. Those are the ones that have like the little spiral. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's that's ionic. What are the three types of pillars, Rollo? Ionic, Doric, and Corinthian. Well, good. those are the three big ones. Yeah. Very good. All right. Sorry, I jumped ahead. <clears throat> yeah, there's a big white building that's probably the forum. Big Thaliac statue. Yep. And there's a. The streets are big. There's obviously mm. no NPCs here, so the place looks yeah. really empty. <laughs> I hope this is as lively as uh, the Crystarium was, because there was yeah. a ton of little nooks and crannies in the Crystarium that look really cool. Yeah. I I noticed something that I didn't I didn't want to get too excited because I don't I don't know if it's gonna be the way I want it to be. It probably won't, but there is, is a, there's a big library. 
are those ropes or are they just pillars? Because they're very narrow if they're pillars. I think they're pillars. They're just, or no, they're ropes. Or no, surely not. What on earth would they? No, I think they're uh, pillars. Just they very stylized. down. My favorite thing about this is the tiny bookshelf in the middle. <laughs> to the massive ones around the walls. Yeah, that's where you put the very important books. You have to go yeah. up to the counter and ask for them. Uh, now I don't know if it was in this trailer or if it's like one of the screen. Oh, maybe it's here, and one of the screenshots. No. Okay, so in one of the screenshots that I won't be able to show here, he's standing at a at a pier mm -hmm. or at a dock, and there is a ship in the background, and it is. It is the exact same model as the transport ships of yore, the ones now used as uh, fish ships, fishing, you know, for the big mm -hmm. fishing things. And I just pray that they move, that they actually... <laughs> the fact that we can yeah. see the ship is a big, big sign, maybe, that we might be able to see a ship depart. Something <laughs> will look alive on the oceans of this game. Please. Uh, okay. I, mean, I, I hope it's true for you, but I have my doubts. God, just live a little, Square Enix. <laughs> Give us a fucking... Just move a ship. You've done it in 11. <laughs> Did it in 1.0. You can do it. Um, okay, so that's Charlian. Uh, beautiful. Um, there's big f statue. Is, you think it's the main city or the tome city? I think this one's the main I'm one. I'm right? pretty this, sure they already confirmed it's the main, the main city. Oh, they did? Okay. It also sorry. makes sense with the, yeah. the timeline that we can see. Because they, they just left for Charlian, so it makes sense that that will be the first place we go okay. to. Mm -hmm. I think the, in, the in the event from earlier in the year, they specifically said that Thavnir, or Arise at Hands, was the, the, the smaller settlement. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's... And Thavnir looks huge. <laughs> yes. Uh, something I've noticed is that a lot of the cities we are introduced... Also, a, not a very, very... Before I get to that, but a very interesting um, s detail that was revealed, um, which I kind of already theorized before, so I wasn't as surprised when he said it. 1.0 was supposed to have six starting city-states. So, mm -hmm. Limsa, mm -hmm. Gridania, Ulda, Charlian, uh, Alamigo, and Ishgard. Ishgard. Uh, can you imagine how, uh, like you said, imagine the work that, that was required for that. Mm. You would need to make storylines for all three, sorry, all six city-states. City uh, mm. And they have to put all like the different jobs in each city too. Yeah. And it makes oh, sense no. when you look yeah. at the at the overworld map of one, like how it appeared in 1.0. The Eorzea map has been updated many times, but the original 1.0 map has all the city states have like you know banners and shit, mm -hmm. but then I don't now I can't remember if Ishgard had. Uh, I think maybe Ishgard had its uh, banner on, up, but I'm pretty sure it did. Uh, Alamigo it was Alamigo that didn't. And yeah, Charlian did. back when Charlian was on the mainland, not you know uh, just a colony. Uh, they had their the buildings were just these generic icons that seem to have just been slapped on last minute they're like okay fuck mm -hmm. this slap that on we can't finish this in time print it um so 
yeah, that's and also the city states in 1.0 have four quests each, <laughs> so they knew they were fucked. Mm. Uh, okay. I'm, I'm curious as to when they decided that they weren't going to do all six because I feel like they would have had to have changed Alamigo's lore at some point to justify mm-hmm. not why you would have been able to start there because I don't think you could have started there as the story was. No. They talk about the uh, Garlean invasion in the very first or the second or third uh, Gridanian city-state quest. So they, I mean, I don't know when the story was made and when they decided to go for three, but yeah, it's it's interesting. I wonder, it would have been a very strange game if all six city-states were playable from the beginning. Okay, uh, they showed us, they moved on to show us, sorry, I wasn't done with the, the last part. There's a big statue of Thaliag there, and it made mm-hmm. me realize that every time we're introduced to like some new Eorzean uh, or Eorzean city-state, they always have these big statues of their 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 patron deity, like um, Ralgar's Reach has Ralgar. Uh, now we have this big, uh, big statue of Thaliac makes me wonder we also have the two actually we do have two big statues in Uldar I was just about to shit on on the the original city states for not having any big statues but I guess Uldar gets a pass they have Nalden Thal technically in the mm-hmm. uh, the two cathedrals but Limsa has like a a seagull <laughs> they have this like, little tiny seagull statue and Gridania mm-hmm. has a big rock in a tree stump <laughs> that's love that love that for you all right anyways moving on uh dungeon they showed us a dungeon uh not a dungeon <laughs> sorry not a dungeon. sorry not dungeon overworld zone it has a name that makes it sound like a dungeon yes we got to actually see an area uh, called labyrinthos and it explains what alfino's alfino and alice's dad was saying in the trailer that they will survive because they have, they've prepped. They've prepped mm-hmm. for, for the for the end of the world. Uh, the here preppers. Is, the yeah, preppers. Because uh, Labyrinthos is underground. No, they didn't tell us immediately. They told no, us after. They told us after. But knowing that now, also uh, the Leaning Tower of Pisa. I'm so glad they saved that. <laughs> that they got that with them because that's 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 culture right there. Um, this music's cute too. I feel like it can be grating after a while, but... It will be. (laughs) They're using old-style Charlian etherite here. Yeah. Oh, pumpkin. Ah, the stupid six-legged horse. We'll get to that later. We'll get to that. They have an artificial sun. Very Mm -hmm. Game of Thronesy. that sun. It, (laughs) It looks like a Mario Sunshine sprite. (laughs) (laughs) yeah uh so that's labyrinthos very intriguing uh but also they're assholes they're gonna leave us to Mm -hmm. die while they sit there Mm. in their little little dome their doomsday bunker i need to know how it gets filled with enemies to be honest yeah that's (laughs) just yeah just a ton of charlanes just fucking you up 
don't get near my pumpkins. Fuck Maybe you. something happens. Maybe like there's a hole made in it or something, and enemies. Mm-hmm. There is a reason we get down there, right? There's a reason we're yeah. Otherwise, they wouldn't. I don't think they would be like, oh yeah, come take a look at our top secret mm-hmm. doomsday bunker. Maybe it's one of the first zones, and what convinces them to work with us is that this gets invaded by oh, uh, terminus creatures. Yeah, and then they're like. Okay, it didn't work. Yeah, we're fucked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We need to do something. <laughs> yeah, because I feel like that's the only way we can get Charlie and on our side is if something happens to them. Because like I said, they are so remote. They're so detached from everything. They're literally a tiny island far off from like northwest mm-hmm. of, of Aldenard. Uh, so the fact that it like spreads all over the world and then actually they get to feel what it's like to be impacted by calamity might sway them. Okay, so that's that's um, Charlian Labyrinthos. Labyrinthos. We're moving down south, southeast, to Thavner and Radzat Han. The first zone is Thavner. Uh, jarring visuals, I must say, uh, for some of this. Very Technicolor. Very. <laughs> It looks very yummy. This okay. Why do they yeah, have this one? A Charlayan etherite. I know why because it's this is the same problem we had with um, was it Heaven's Word where they used like Ishgard style um, etherites in areas that didn't make sense. Even though in mm-hmm. Asis Law they actually made. A unique etherite, right? That's a elegant yeah. style. And they also one. they also made separate etherites for the Far East and yeah. Amiga. True, mm. true. It could be placeholder. It, is it still could subject be. Change. Yeah, it is subject to change. Mm-hmm. So maybe they didn't want to sh- reveal what the etherite looks like, or maybe it's not done yet. Mm. Big tower in the background. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, the tower, Pete. There's something. Do you see that? There's like something else in the. Do you see that tower s- structure left of that? Tower. Oh, oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Tower. yes. Yeah. Wonder what that is. I love the music here. Yeah. Oh, look at all those purple rocks. Hell yeah. I just want to eat it. You get so close to the town here. Yeah, you do. There's that no, purple I don't like rock. This. So is this <laughs> is this giant skull stuff? Is this this must be why it's purple? Yeah, it's a mine. Ooh, yeah. There's that monument we see get fucking wrecked in the trailer. Mm. Mm-hmm. It makes me wonder. Oh. Do you see? So do you see that? There's. It seems to be a relatively small zone. Do you see those those that mountain range seems to like yeah. limit the size of the area. Is this mm-hmm. place just going to be an area we have access to for a limited time and then gets just fucking blown to bits? <laughs> I don't think they go that far. Do you think no. it ha- it'll have two no. versions, pre and post, blown up? Possibly Maybe. that. Yeah. I could see that. Yeah, but... uh, I just want to swim in that water. Slurp it up. Um, there it is. Oh, ETH right on the left. Excuse me. Oh yeah! Do you see that? Yeah. There, oh, there yeah, it is. is. They try to hide so, it from us. So it's big enough to have two etherites. It has at here. least two etherites. 
All I right. don't think they're going to ever make a zone with only one Aetherite anymore. No, <laughs> no. Okay, uh, it's hard to see really see what it, what it looks like, but it, yeah, that's definitely a different looking Aetherite. It has like two, the ring around mm -hmm. it looks thicker. Uh, okay, cool. So that's uh, Thabnir. Looking forward to exploring that zone. Uh, home mm -hmm. of the dancers. Now, the main town in Radzat Han, sorry, in Thavnir is Radzat Han. Uh, mm -hmm. Let's have a look at that. Look at that little cape. Doing this whole cape thing. Mm. It's going to stick to your legs. <laughs> yep. Flamingos! Yeah! Mm. Oh, yeah, this was funky too. That door looks like a um, door from the Lost Canals of yep. Aznir. Yep. It's a hookah bar. Oh, hell yeah. Let's smoke up. Get some dragon fruit hookah. <laughs> so, yeah, they're... How is this a small settlement? It's freaking <laughs> huge. I mean, it is a city, right? So, it is a city. Yeah, but so was Yulmore. Yulmore is quite large, considering the not I mean, the part we not the true. part of like the actual city. No, we get that's to see true. a lot of where the homeless people live. You... <laughs> Yulmore again doesn't make any sense because we never really see the living quarters where people live, and there's like yeah, there's a lot of space there that we never get access to. Uh, almost a very tall city. Yeah. Um, right. So uh, that's Ratzatan. Uh, it looks very different, like a very different part of Heidelin, clearly. Mm -hmm. uh, very colorful. Now, there's there's a couple of other areas uh, before we get to uh, the moon. Uh, they showed pictures of Garlemald. Very destroyed, but the streets are pretty much cleared up, so we're definitely going to be able to walk around in a big chunk of it, mm -hmm. it seems. It's very sad to see it this broken, though, because we'll never walk in those streets when, like, normally, like, when mm -hmm. unbroken. Um, so, well, also, Garlemald is in a snowy region, yet there's not really any snow settled within the city. Well, right now, it's just been blown up. There's fires in the background. Like immediately beforehand? Did you not see the red glow in the background? Like snow doesn't seem yeah, to Yeah, but settle. there's still fires in there's still fires in the fringes as well. The yeah, but the fringe yeah, that's true. But I I think I well it would have to snow. I don't know how recent the attack is when it's, we get in here. That's fair. Uh, snow doesn't settle that quickly. And you you only need like uh, one degree over freezing, and snow just will not go. They will be like, <laughs> oh, melt immediately. Too hot. One degree, <laughs> too hot. Uh, yeah. Uh, anyways, that's the uh, sad but funny. <laughs> we pointed this out when we first saw Garlemald in like, God, when Sinos was standing on that building and Asahi stu stood behind him. I don't remember or Fandaniel, but um. I don't remember that when was that was. 4 4 yeah, we saw a part of the street and they had road markings. And it's just funny seeing that again now. There's like. I still see no evidence of cars. No evidence of cars, but. They uh, might be in their garages. Yeah, 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 yeah. The parking garage. They have trains. 
they have like a train system. We'll they do have trains. So they mm -hmm. are very advanced. Well, well, they were. They were very advanced. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, that was interesting. Not much to say about it, though. They, they didn't show us anything that gave us any like indication of what to expect from this zone. But it was there. There was no etherite in the frame. So there was also this mysterious floating island thing. Mm -hmm. in the sky um, and yeah, they didn't say too much about that one no they just kind of showed the artwork of it and didn't and give us a name did not give us a name and did not really tell us who who built it uh, but there it is. is does anyone is there any theories about what it is there have been people that have drawn comparisons between the architecture style on the island and those in the uh, replicated MRT Ah, oh, yes. I can see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. That's interesting. Okay. So, the big reveal was, of course, the moon. Uh, and we uh, got to see footage from the moon during the keynote, which I did not expect. They First, they showed artwork, and it had this like really cool... Uh, a moratine etherite thing which is the first clue is like uh oh wait what why is that there and there's like this structure that looks very amoratine um and then we get to see it they just show it off they, they just yeah we just lower their load mare lamentorum which means sea of sadness sea of tears sea of Oh, I don't know. Sad Something sad. Lament. It's a memory library. Or a concept sea of lamentations. library. Sea of Lamentation. There you go. Yeah, so, yeah. You, sorry, I was too busy reading chat there. <laughs> yeah, this this is significant. These are the, yeah, the memory... Uh, what do they Concept. call them? Concepts. That's what they are. They're stored on the moon. Why? I mean, where else? The stupid horse. Then there's this ship, which I immediately thought this is like, is this a, the Ragnarok? Is this like a Ragnarok yeah, ship? Surely it's the Ragnarok. So the Allegans landed the on the moon. I guess they... Or, or, or crashed. They, they crashed. Crash landed on the moon. <laughs> <laughs> they crash landed on the moon. I would assume they did that when they were trying to get uh, Dalamud up there, right? Yeah. So that's that's a fun little thing. And then the fucking spore caves. Yeah. They got xenomorphs in there. Yeah. These kind of look like the spores that exist in the Sea of Clouds. Ooh, maybe that's how we get there. By the Sea of Clouds? No, via this. Oh, oh we, you say we crash land. Oh, you think we get there by... <laughs> That'd be funny. Do you think we know how to fly a fucking spaceship? I know, but I think they will send us with someone that does. Yeah. Well, someone <laughs> has crash-landed here. Uh, yes. God, it's sad if it's Ugh. not us, because that means Allegan's crash-landed and probably just died there. They're like, okay, well, we're on. The, we're the first, first ever people to reach this moon. Guess we'll mm -hmm. die. 
Who knows? Maybe they flourished. They found a way. Well, not looking at what, what well, the, the the flora was here, if this is uh, an like, indication of what yeah, was around. It doesn't look like they made any of their own architecture. On no. The, at least so far as we've seen. <laughs> they adapted to moon architecture. Well, oh, oh, I see. That's just a fucking face hugger. <laughs> and then there's this structure, which... Mm-hmm. What is it? Is it like a representation of the Crystal Tower, or is it an um just as mm, this mysterious thing is very visible in the landscape? We've seen you see yes. it in the 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 artwork as well, like featured quite prominently in it. So, oh yeah, they do, <laughs> they do. Um, you can't see the Heidelin at all, really. They, like, well, they purposely black it out. That's really interesting because in the artwork, you see it very clearly. I wish I had it now, but I don't. Uh, I don't uh, have it mm -hmm. here. But how, yeah, maybe. How's, yeah. How's a day and night cycle going to work? Well, there is a day and night cycle. I don't think, I don't moon, think it matters, right? You'd have to. You just walk. Around. You just walk. You just walk for night. You walk to the other side. Rollo, it's nighttime. Rollo, we live on a we live on a planet <laughs> that has no time zones. So yeah, I don't no, think you I mean, like, think you, you're gonna. It's 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 one thing to be like, okay, it's the same time as yours or whatever. Mm -hmm. But the planet's right there. Yeah. In the sun. Yeah. They gotta they gotta move. <laughs> yeah. They'll figure it. Maybe there won't be a day-night cycle up there. Maybe there will just... Yeah, I'm just thinking maybe you don't have to think of it so hard. I feel like they might not even bother <laughs> I don't think, I, yeah. I don't think they I, care. Um, they, they just tightly locked when you're there. Yeah. I don't know enough about how the moon works to, to explain how day-night mm -hmm. cycles work up there. Okay. I think we'll get a lunar... What's that thing from 8? All lunar tier. Yeah, like a lunatier type scenario. As the terminus minions spawn from the moon. That would be You know what? That's not a bad I I, I was thinking about it when we saw the um, those disgusting creatures roaming around because I'm like, where are they coming from? The lunar moon, cry. Lunar cry would oh lunar cry, sorry, lunar cry. That Yeah. Well, Lunar Tear was the base, and then there was Lunatic Pandora, right? Which was the the thing with the... Whatever. Eight lore. Doesn't matter. Uh, okay. That was the moon. Mm -hmm. I'd like to live there. It'd be pleasant. Yeah. The fact that they're showing it to us mm. probably means it's not the final zone. No. No, it's not. Absolutely not. No. So... Uh, they showed us a tribe. This would be. This is so funny. Okay, we're about to lead up to a reveal. The 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 one surprise reveal at the end. But th when this was revealed, people were like, "Oh, look, Male Vieira, the the Loporitz, uh tribe that they revealed. Which are which are the um, what are they co actually called? Originally, they're called." Something way. No. Moonanites. Naming, uh, no, naming, naming ways. ways? Naming, Hemingways. Hemingways, yeah. Hemingways. Um, they're called uh, Loperitz in 14. Uh, very cute little little bunnies little that live on the moon. Bunny. But they're if you've if you know what they are, they're not they're not that nice. Uh, okay, so they also revealed 
the how do we pronounce their name? Because I believe they pronounced it. Was it M Magus sisters? Was that how they pronounced it on the stream, or was uh, it the other way around? The Magus sisters. I think it was Magus. Magus sisters. Okay, there we go. Right? I don't think it was with a soft G. I think it was Magus or Magus. Magus. Mag oh. Magus. No, it was the first. Yeah, Magus. Okay. The Magus sisters. Uh, the from four as well. Very colorful outfits. Uh, That's them. That's the elegance. They were. <laughs> they turned into three women. Yeah, yeah. They have. They have had uh, appearances in other games. Ten. Yes, four and ten, yeah. and I think that's it to be honest um they might have been the, just the, mentioned but yeah yeah go on on the official web shadow bring not shadow bring sorry endwalker website they are listed in the new threats to overcome in the same section as anima oh so ah. they are probably a, a trial probably yeah that, that would make sense i can see that so that's uh exciting um now, dungeon crawl. There was they showed us dungeons as well uh, yeah. during this keynote, and not just one. They showed multiple. So I guess we'll just watch that as well. Yeah, it shows like three dungeons. Mm -hmm. Yeah, dungeons? four. Yes, I, I believe so. Was it? Wasn't it four? four. Or maybe the, uh, we'll see. No, I think it was only three. Okay. We'll Here's see. disgusting. Oh, horrible place. This is. A nasty, nasty place. It's a very meaty, Meat. looks void arc. Void arc. Ugh, I hate <laughs> this. The spine. Yeah. The muscle tendons. This is confusing. What? Nautilus. Oh, yeah, there's a Nautilus. The Nautilus there. appearing on the ground. Mm. Coincidence? Meat. It's so interesting because even like in the trailer, Alf, like Alice and Alfino's dad says, "We will survive. We must." Like, there's maybe there's there might be more maybe to Charlian to Charlian than we th we know very little about oh. Charlian. So mm -hmm. this is intriguing. I don't know if it's related, but it is an interesting detail. <laughs> I don't like this part. No, oh, the teeth. Uh, teeth. Teeth gate. Brush them, please. So where do you think this is? Is this in one of the towers? There's clearly beast tribe. I think it's inside the tower. Those yeah, are clear it has clearly those beast things. tribemen in those like Are they cells? beast tribemen or oh, are they what what kind of oh yeah they're yeah. The elephant. Oh, tongue. they are Matanga. Are they the Matanga? Yeah. They have long nose. Oh, nasty. Yeah, those are Matanga people. So, so this has to be the tower in Thavnir. Yeah. And here's the train. I'm excited for this one. This has, this has to be the way into Garlemald. See, mm -hmm. I'm almost 100% sure that that train sequence we saw there, that's the opening of the dungeon. That's us oh, arriving yes. at the station. It very much looks like a train graveyard type dungeon. Yeah. Which is what I've been wanting.
transportation. It's full of uh, no, don't, spines. don't like the spines on the ground. Just the centipedes. Just They're some, coming to get just you. Some spines. Ew. I love that it's like you clear. You can tell that this this is probably a train station. Like this is the like slowly getting. Uh, I don't know, converted into uh, mm -hmm. Giger's wet dream. Mm -hmm. And you'll only find respite in the trains. Mm. Remember that. Oh, you know what? It does. Oh, is this like the 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 private train of like the emperor? Is that what oh. that is? That it leads into the palace. Here's another. Oh, there's definitely four. Right? Because I think there's that weird one with the biomes after this. Or maybe that's the same dungeon, oh, yes. actually. I don't mm. know. Oh, they got some concepts oh, this in here. Oh, it must be the same dungeon. Yeah, what is this place? What, what is happening? Seven health. Uh, I think this is a reference to something from 4 is what I've seen. I don't have enough experience with it to be able to speak to exactly what it is. Focus, Focus Tower. tower. No, it can't be the. F oh, maybe. This looks well. It these, might, it, hmm. yeah. It might be our version of the focus tower. It doesn't necessarily have to be exactly the same. That's true. That's true. Uh, yeah, there this, are lots of concepts, crystals around this place. Yeah, there mm, are. And the existence of all the concepts might have what might be what causes the four biomes to be next to each other. So that makes me wonder, what the fuck are we looking at? Are, are these samples of the original world? Is that what this is? Maybe it's a, the moon dungeon? I don't know. Yeah, maybe this is on the moon, but they're, they're like, it's preserved parts of the, un, like the original world here. Like the mm -hmm. biomes. Because um, it looks like it's a scientific thing. This. Mm. So, hmm. Yeah, it looks Amoratine. I was going to say, it's definitely Amoratine. Look at the massive doors and the the, yeah. the lamps. Well, the existence, the existence of concepts as well. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> of course. But yeah, there there you go. On the left here as well, you see them. So yeah, definitely Amoratine. And I cannot, I cannot imagine this being on Hydaelyn. If this massive thing was on Hydaelyn, where the fuck did they hide this? I could see this being something Charlayan. Like, it looks above ground, but I wouldn't be... Like, that's I wouldn't... A, that's see... a lot bigger than Labyrinthos, because you can't even see the dome from here. I agree. It's even more underground. But I, I'm not... <laughs> I'm still sus of, you know, Charlayan. So I'm not completely against mm -hmm. that theory either. Also, yeah. Yeah, more. If it's like Amaranth, if it's like Amaranth, it could be illusory and it just might not exist yet. That's true. Mm -hmm. If they have that, if they have that power, then yeah. But why would they build in the Amoritan style? That's a good question. <laughs> Oh, this little just a chocobo like stable. Yeah, and more concepts, crystals mm -hmm. overall, over overall everywhere. I mean, this is where they grow their ifrits. Oh yes, yeah. Look at that. There's lots of shit. Boss platform. 
probably the door to the yeah final boss. We don't get to see what's there though. Okay, I ha I feel like that's that looks like because the moon so far to me feels like it's a backup place. It's where mm -hmm. they have stored all the backups, and if and that could be a dungeon that's I don't know maybe that's underneath or inside the moon or on the other side of the moon or whatever, and that's how mm -hmm. they've they've saved a slice. Or s multiple slices of the original world. Yeah. I like Chat's idea that it's a it's a research facility for how to terraform multiple mm. types of biomes after the end. Mm -hmm. Yeah, which is yeah, that's essentially what I mean though. It's like they mm. must have grasped th these must come from the original world. These biomes. Um, yeah. All right. Um, Next, uh, they so that is it for dungeons and overworld areas. Well, yeah, yeah, dungeons raids. Well, first, they went through a recap of what went down at the last announcement stream, but yeah, we're not then... talk what, yeah, okay, we don't, okay, well, they did that, uh, okay, myths of the realm. We're getting a 24 man raid about the 12. Mm-hmm. What a name too. I just take it's, a, it's almost there. I have <laughs> it's not quite there, it should be. Well, it's as close as it'll ever get. Because I, I, I purposefully made my series say A because it I the idea was that I can use it for multiple games. So I wouldn't like lock mm -hmm. it into 14. They have to be they have to say the so <laughs> That's fine. Uh, they, I will still say they stole from me. Because uh, <laughs> I can now never make a, sh uh, a series called Myths of a Realm. Mm -hmm. Never going to happen now. More is dead. Um, but yeah, I'm very hyped. The um, We finally get to dive into the mythos of the Twelve. Which I've been wanting for a very long time. And now we're getting it. So I'm very... Mm -hmm. Very happy. Not much to say about it, but uh, it is interesting. It's going to be the 24-man uh, eternal bonding uh, raid, so watch out. Yeah. You're going to form the polycule. Yeah. I'm going to... I'm going to be... This is going to be the... This is the... See, and also, we talked about how we wanted 24-mans now to be about Eorcia, and they said that there was going to be about Eorcia. I mean, there it can't be more Eorcian than this. Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. So I'm very happy for that. All right. Um, also, in a surprise announcement, um, Oceania is getting uh, a data center. Um, yes. Not South America, though. No. So, <laughs> it was very, very funny because mm -hmm. when he started saying it, there was a map up on screen. And in the center bottom was Oceania. And on the mm -hmm. right was South America. And they were both dark. Like there was like a, they, they had like the data centers like on the map and they had like a, you know, they radiated outwards. They lit up, you okay. know, the areas, the regions that they reached out to. And <laughs> South America completely in darkness. And so was <laughs> Australia, like Oceania as well. And then they were like, oh, introducing... Oceania, and we're like, okay, yeah. and South America, right? 
And so, mm, no, no. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. You will stay in darkness. <laughs> it was so sad because now the whole map was lit up except for South America. <laughs> funny. Uh, funny and sad. Uh, so there you go. Um, uh, Oceania, you're getting your own data center. You can, you can leave. You can vacate the Japanese mm. servers if you'd like. Yeah. But this is a thing that was really annoying when Europe got its own data center. But I, I'm... Uh, I'm seeing it now with Georgi, is that when you, when Europeans got their own data center, people were like, oh, you can go to your data center now. And you're like, okay, I guess I leave my friends, my house, my FC, my link shells. Sure, because now I have my own place, right? I'll go back where I belong. <laughs> Don't say that. Don't expect people to go to a data center just because it's there. Uh, you get a free transfer, though. There's, what don't you start, Rollo? Uh, what? <laughs> there will be and I think that many people will take the offer, yes. but that's yeah. just because many people are on Tonbury and many people do not have houses. Many yeah. people do not have houses keeping them yeah. to their server. Yeah. And hey, I mean, it'll be good for new players too that are in the Oceania exactly. Oceanic yes. region. Yes. It'll well, be much just easier for me to recommend other people in Australia to play the game just because they I won't have to warn them about the ping issues that mm. are currently something that most Australians players have to deal with. Yeah. Yeah. Uh new data centers always good. It's also a sign of good health for the game, the fact that they are they are willing to invest. I mean we are seven years into this version of the mm -hmm. game. Oh my God, we really are, aren't we? Uh, so eight years. Fuck, we're eight years. Eight in. years as of t this year. Yeah. yeah. Um, and we're all, we're still adding data centers, so that's good. Uh, it uh, because of COVID though, it will not open for. They wanted to open it before six, six but because mm -hmm. of COVID, uh, it will not open until six point one, uh, or mm -hmm. by patch six point one. Sorry. Yeah. I think at this point we should probably mention that they talked a little bit more about uh, data center travel and we oh. should, they did confirm that you should be able to do duties with other people across data centers, which was yeah. the biggest yeah. worry that yeah. most people had about what we would and would not mm. be able to do. True. Still waiting for the asterisk. Be like, yeah. okay, you can well, do duties, but... They gave us an asterisk before they said that, Rollo. They said data center travel will have more restrictions than world travel. And uh, they didn't tell us what, but they did yeah, say you can just... do duties are okay, mm -hmm. but you will mm -hmm. probably not be able to do like maybe you can't do triple triad stuff like that. I don't know. I don't mm -hmm. know how it works. I don't know what the, the limitations. Yeah, we don't know what the restrictions are. No. You might not yeah. be able to access the markets of other data centers. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but uh, now you can join us on doing content mm -hmm. on speakers. Yeah. yeah, no matter where you are. They and they, they also can. Yeah, go on. They confirmed when it will happen as well. Yes. Did they give us the, the actual patch? Was it 5.8? I believe they said 5.58. Okay, yeah. Uh, we already knew that they had, they had originally wanted to release it with 5.8 because they, they did that slip up on Steam. Um, but it mm -hmm. seems like they're still going through with it. Uh, so 0.58 for world... Or sorry, yeah. Data center travel. No, wait, what do they call it? It is data... I think it is data center travel, which yeah. is interesting because this is probably more expensive than world travel. Yeah. <laughs> but it doesn't have the word world in it. No, no. <laughs> okay. Uh, now for the 
the other thing that was revealed. Um, I th th this really this was so unexpected, so unexpected that they revealed revealed this. Coach is like, oh, mm. you have to do that, and mm. he did that. I'm like, horns. Because I was so far removed from like, it, there's no way male virus being revealed now because we've had he, they've had so many chances and it's not happened. He's not doing it. Um, but there you go, we got male Vieira. And don't you Nobody say anything, believe. Rolo. Nobody believed, but I was there. I was in your corner, believing for you. The naysayers, they said no, not today. But you know what? We willed it into existence. So don't listen to don't the no people. Don't you fucking start with the will. You were lucky, Rollo. You based it on nothing. I was right. You weren't right, Rollo. You guessed. I was you, right. You were guessing, and you were guessing I as a troll. If you watch the early, uh, the the beginning of the fanfest coverage, I was like, and I'm like, let's not. I even started the stream going, "This is the last chance for Male Vieira," but let's not get our hopes up. You can go watch that, Rollo, because and technically I, said, I called it and, before you. And, no, and before that, I was even like, "Yeah, it's gonna happen." I've been on that train since the start. I've been on fact, the mail. I'm here. the conductor. Okay. I'm the conductor for to, this train. He's trying Tickets, to please. Rollo. <laughs> you're rewriting history. But I will. You know what? I'm gonna be the bigger guy here, and I'll give it to you, Rollo. I will I give it. you all of it. The this is your w. victory, Rollo. We got. We got the chicken dinner, <laughs> you guys. Won. You won. <laughs> you won, Rollo. <laughs> you did this. Okay. We should also mention that they also confirmed that we will get female Frostar, yes. but not yet. Right. Good. People yeah. would have lost their minds. Yeah. If, yeah. That's true. If it was just male Vieira, they... They talked about keeping them both until they were both ready, but they realized that people would want male Vieira now, especially since they have finished development on it, apparently. So they will just release female Hrothgar later down the line. They didn't necessarily say it will be next expansion, they just said later. Mm, yes. Do you like how uh, a lot of people are already losing, like shitting on male Vieira? Because I think that's funny. Ooh. Oh, people don't like, you know, male Vieira for them? some reason. I don't know. I I mean, they, they look like about what we expected. You know, yeah. They're a little lanky, somewhat androgynous. Yeah. They look cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, that's, um, yeah, lore breaking. I can, I mean, oh, who cares? We have to give up the lore breaking part when we introduced male Mikote. That's just how it is. <laughs> A Realm Reborn broke the lore. I like mm -hmm. at this, at the starting gate, there was, that's it. Um, we can't mm -hmm. say that anymore. Um, so there you go. That's male Vieira. Uh, congratulations, everyone. Rollo did it. Yeah. Okay, they then rolled. <laughs> they rolled uh, the uh, collector's edition on stage as well. Can I say, FanFest? Okay, I love Final Fantasy fourteen. I love everyone involved. I love Yoshi P. But my God, were they shilling merch during the FanFest? Oh. And they were like, "There is and a point." Where they show, first of all, there's a new structure of all like you know how you can. They don't they don't ship them with discs anymore. Any of the editions, mm -hmm. right? What? 
Okay, sure. Yeah, it kind of makes sense when you think about it. They also said it's an MMO. You're going to have to patch it anyways when you d install mm -hmm. it. It's weird installing it from a disc. I used to like installing from a disc because it went so quickly, but it's it's false. Yeah. Because the moment you've installed the base game, now you have to install all the patches. So you're, you know, you saved some time. Well, that's really. cool. Yeah, it's good on, yeah, I guess. But usually you can preload, but if you, right? Yeah, but yeah, because for the early access, because yeah. your disc isn't in yet. So yeah. you have to download anyway. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no disc. Um, so there's editions. So there's the digital collector's edition, which is the the physical items and the mm -hmm. digital download. And then there's just the box edition, which is for PS4, PS5, and Steam uh, players who have to buy it through the store. Uh, they will then just get the box without a, ga a game code. Um, and then there's the standard edition. Well, this is the digital digital. Oh, sorry, digital, digital collector. Digital collector. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, digital collector. That's for edition. poor people, though. Yeah, this is where it got really weird. <laughs> they got to that, and they're like, "But surely you want." You surely you want the physical items, right? <laughs> you want the physical mm -hmm. items. You're like, you have the extra money. Come you're, on. Not, you're not poor, are you? Um, <laughs> and then there's the standard edition, which they just scoffed at uh, when they said like, uh, <laughs> yeah, standard edition. If you're watching this, why would you why even, would you even yeah. getting the standard edition? <laughs> but don't shame me when one. I don't have the option of buying the collector's yeah. the physical edition. And two, you it sells out within the first 24 hours. Yeah. It sold out within the first hour on both the mm -hmm. North American and European store. It was crazy. Um, mm -hmm. so I had the chance, but I didn't go for it. I don't want it. I got it. But it was scary because I ordered it and then uh, it didn't appear anywhere. It, it didn't get an email. It didn't appear on my orders list. And I'm like, oh, God. It, did it go through or did it not? So you had to just sit there and wait. Um, a lot it's of quite nerve-wracking to yeah. watch Mailer and Lickiel <laughs> waiting for their confirmation. So scary. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, all sold out now, the physical editions. Uh, I'm sure they'll restock. But for now, you'll have to wait. Um, so let's go through what you get in the collector's edition. Um, you get the... You, again, I, I like to point this out. They always talk about the boxes for the merch. I think that's really funny. Um, I guess we can mention that after we've gone through the um, the collector's edition, but there's additional merch um, uh, that has been made available in the store. And, <laughs> well, we'll get to it. Uh, okay, collector's edition. Uh, the special art box. A unique, <laughs> glossy, white inlaid box that features an illustration of Heidelin and Zodiac by artist Yoshitaka Amano. Okay, that's standard fare, nice. I guess, but very, very nice. Expertly crafted paladin figure. An impressive high-quality figure that showcases the Warrior of Light as a paladin using passage of arms to shield allies from harm, including the base, the figures... Okay, so it's uh, 6 point... Oh, God, I'm not doing... These are in Imperial. Oh, 15.5 centimeters by 21.5 centimeters by 18.5 centimeters. There you go, Europe. Um, uh, art collection and frame set, a collection of 10 B5-sized... Uh, art prints featuring key visuals from throughout the history of Final Fantasy XIV from version 1.0 through Endwalker. The set also includes a frame so you can showcase your favorite image. I really like, by the way, that this this is like a, a development that I've mentioned before. They're no longer afraid of using 1.0, like saying 1.0. In the mm -hmm. beginning of Realm Reborn, they hardly acknowledged it. Like, 
or beginnings, they would say, or something like that. And then they would say the earlier version, and then they would say the initial version, but now they're just going, okay, they know what it is. 1.0. There we go. I like that. Um, Azem pin, a pin created to mimic the appearance of Azem's crystal, uh, designed to fit the palm of your hand at approximately uh, 2.5 centimeters by 3 centimeters. Um, and then there's a Loporet mini plush. Uh, uh, a mini plush version of a Loporet. Loporet? I don't know how to pronounce it. Uh, the plush is about 6.5 inches tall or 16.5 centimeters. Mm -hmm. That's uh, what's in the box. Uh, digitally, you get uh, the Death... Um, what's its name? Death, Deathbringer? Death Scythe? Death, Death Scythe is what it's called. It's just Death Scythe. Oh, that was an 11, from 11. Item, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Dark Knight Originally weapon. a Dark Knight item. Yeah. Mm. Uh, the six-legged horse. Uh, so let's see. Oh. Uh, it's written here. I don't know why I'm not reading it. Those that get the collector's edition, physical or digital, will also receive the Arion mount, which is a six-legged horse. I think at this point, the collector's edition horse uh, mounts are just <laughs> not impressive anymore. Like the, the Shadowbringers one. What's it called? Um, Grani. Grani. I don't even know what, like, uh, what is it? Um, evil horse. Evil horse. <laughs> and now we're getting six-legged horse. I don't and know. And then remember the Stormblood one? It's like, looks like Lapras. Yeah. That, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lapras. Yeah. Uh, the only good one, really, I guess, was the Heavensward one with the Griffin. Yeah. That's true. Oh, but then they I never gave liked us, any of that one. Then they gave us another Griffin for the Beast Tribe for the Ananta. Yeah. And it looks kind of yeah. better. But, yeah. So it's like, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. The Sildra, right? That's the one. That's the one that looks like Lapras. Mm. Sildra suffers from being too big and too slow. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you also get, um, sorry, you also get a Porom uh, minion uh, mm -hmm. and the Death Scythe, uh, which is the uh, weapon from Eleven. The funny mm -hmm. thing is, when when I saw Porom, I'm like, okay, but where's they're twin. There's this is one of two. This is a set of one of two. The, the, these are twins. Uh, well, to get the other twin, <laughs> uh, to get Palom, you need to pre order Final Fantasy 14. And if you do not pre order, you will not get Palom. So, You'll never mm -hmm. you can't unite the twins if you if you don't pre order. You will get, you'll, yeah, you'll have forever incomplete set. Yes, how are you gonna live with that? Mm. Uh, yeah, you'll get the wind-up Palom minion and a Menfina earring, which will grant its wearers a 30% experience, experience point boost up to level 80. Uh, Pre-orders <laughs> will also be given early access, which is currently scheduled to begin on Friday, November 19th at 1 a.m. PT. So that's that's really the main reason you should pre-order, is to get that uh, yes. early access. I will, I will say, they are also kind of shaming people if you didn't pre-order the yeah. game. Yeah, they did. And they did it... They did a lot of weird stuff, especially during the day two uh, part with the at the end of the live letter, where they're yeah. like, "You should buy this. Uh, you know, uh, go buy it now." But we're not saying you should, but you should. Like they did shit like that. A lot of weird. Spend the money, right? Yeah. A gun to your head. <laughs> Spend it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, last uh, thing that we'll talk about. There was uh, what? What was it? Day one. Yeah, there was like a. What happened 
other than the concert after the keynote? Um, other than the concert, there was How Do You Like Heidelin, which mm, oh, that's um, the more panel. Lisa, Lisa Keel and I haven't had a chance to watch yet. That was okay. followed by a development panel, which mm. Rollo says was very dry. So uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I was half awake for it, but they talk a lot about Bones mm. and Omega. <laughs> and I mean, it's insightful if you're in that into that part of the industry of sculpting and modeling and rigging. But if you're not, then it's very nothing. Right. It's a mm -hmm. Mr. Atmatier panel. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And then after that was Welcome to Naoki, Naoki, Naoki's Room. <laughs> um, yeah. Which had an actor. I, it wasn't translated. Which featured an actor. I think it's the actor that plays Mady in the movie. But don't oh, take my word for it. Okay. <laughs> I don't know for sure. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, all right. Uh, but the end was a concert with Keiko and Soken. Um, a little. Uh, only a small appearance from Soken. Yeah. But uh, what an appearance. Uh, <laughs> uh, Soken um, performing Lahi. Uh, uh, do you like Lahi? I, I will perform Yeah. Lahi. Yeah, uh, and oh yes, and that also there were also guest appearances by Amanda Aiken. Oh yeah, true. oh yes, yeah. Versions mm. of Return to Oblivion and uh, When Angels Wake. Yeah, it uh, just hit the ears so nice. <laughs> yeah, mm -hmm. uh, Soken's performance was so it <laughs> the fact that he committed to the bit and just did the mm -hmm. whole thing just like that. Uh, if you haven't watched With... it, uh, I think that we've agreed that we're gonna. That's how we'll sign out today. We'll have yeah. that song play us out today. Two automatons. Yes. Two yes. of them. Yes. Um, okay. So um, I think we have. Looking at the time, we probably have time to go through this interview, considering how little is in day two. It's just the live letter stuff. Mm -hmm. Right. So I think I think we'll just rush because considering we're getting a lot of interviews over the week, so yes. we will probably okay. won't have time. All right, let's yeah, jump so in. Let's, let's go through, through fast. Then. Yes. All right. There's a post keynote interview from day one with Naoki Yoshida uh, by um, Gamer Japan, translated by Madarian uh, underscore BK at Odin. So thank you uh, on the subreddit. Um, thank you for the translation. Uh, so let's jump into it. Please tell us what are the specialties of the new job Reaper. Um, also, disclaimer: they did say that they're not a professional translator, so there might be some some uh, sketchy sentences here. But we'll we'll get through that. Everyone in the community, especially the Western community, had been very vocal about the idea of using uh, a scythe as a weapon for at least three to four years now. When we were think, yeah, remember uh, remember um, when Darknet was announced. That was a big deal. Yeah. I mean, that's even longer ago. But I mean, it's it's been just it's been going ever since. Remember they okay. the scythe weapon for that we got for uh, Edda. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, there was scythe is a very popular eleven weapon, I guess, and a lot of mobs have used scythes. So yes. yeah. Uh, when we were thinking about what a new job should be, the concept of a job that not only relies solely on their own power, but something external had become a center, uh, central idea. Eventually, I decided there should be an additional avatar slash minion fighting for the player, and its appearance will change at the, as the special meter fills up. Not a pet. Not uh, a pet. <laughs> they do say Tunis interview. I just mm. realized that. 
That's cute. When someone suggested a high school syndrome ish, there it is. <laughs> uh, what does that mean? What? Oh, is that? Oh, it's just. Why is there a star and a one? Is that because it's a? It's. Is it, there's a There's a definition of it. Yeah. Later. Oh, I see. Oh, mm. okay. <laughs> uh, a job where its power gets increasingly more intense as the battle goes on. The idea was immediately agreed by the whole team. It is easy to visualize how something like this would work, so it it was easy for the design team too. Oh yeah, there we go. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, so chuni, for those that don't know, uh, it's a term used to describe high schoolers undergoing puberty, trying to act cool with angsty poses, like covering one of their eyes, etc., and pretending they are trying to suppress their inner power. So there you go. Though, <laughs> though it can also refer to old adults. That yes. Do similar things. Yeah. Uh, the idea of using a scythe as well as the collector special death scythe weapon seems to withdraw a lot of reference to Final Fantasy XI. Is there some intention to please the fans that had played Final Fantasy XI? Yoshida says, we are still adjusting the movesets, but a big part of our team had also taken part in Final Fantasy XI development, so for sure there's going to be some level of paying respect to it. I think our team had been doing a very good job at modifying and implementing old material and making necessary changes to it. We don't want something that feels like an incomplete version of what people come to know in Final Fantasy XI, but on the other hand, it will not be right if it's just the exact same thing. We want fans to look forward to the balance of old material and new inspiration. Makes sense. They can't really mm -hmm. emulate the Eleven Scythe wielder because that would be the Dark Knight, and we already have a Dark Knight. Mm -hmm. But you can see the, you definitely see the um, the similarities between Dark Knight and and Reaper in the okay. the footage that we've seen so far. Uh, you mentioned something about filling. Sorry, go on. I was just going to say we just need a dark healer now, and then you can have a full hell yeah <laughs> uh, edgy team. You have the edge the edge squad. Uh, <laughs> we can become that <laughs> you mentioned something about filling a special meter and going into something like a possession mode can you tell us more about it Ishida says I don't want to say too much as we hadn't, have not final, finalized everything and it's still subject to changes attack will fill your meter and you will be able to transform into possession mode at your will something like that but really we are still testing if that's the best way to implement the job so please just take that as a concept for now interesting so you can do it at any time yeah. So, but I guess the, the duration will change depending on your meter, maybe. I don't know. Maybe, or maybe power? I don't know. Um, we have seen avatar helpers in the game already. Summoners using the pet system, as well as machinists summoning robots. Is Reapers going to have a different system? She just says, yes, it will be different. It will not be a pet. It is part of the design philosophy of the game that each job had a different playstyle, so this job will be different as well. We keep this concept in mind when designing the Reaper. Yep, there you go. I thought he was going to say <laughs> it is part of the design philosophy of the game to eliminate pets. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Pets suck in this game. Sorry. <laughs> uh, will Reaper be a pure DPS or more of a support DPS? Yoshida says, we have pretty much decided on that already, but we'll share that information at a later date. Fine, keep your secrets. Leaning <laughs> <laughs> more towards the self selfish DPS. Yeah. Uh, will Reaper have more than one minion to aid them? Uh, at the moment, uh, Final Fantasy XIV has pushed our system storage to the max in terms of players' movement and graphics. When we told the designers about summoning multiple minions, they were really pissed and told me we must change it into one minion no matter what. Okay, and being honest, merging the minion with the player's character in special mode actually makes it easier to maintain in terms of system slash graphic storage. We want players to really look forward to the merge system. Please look forward to the merge system. 
We put a lot of effort mm -hmm. to ensure all races' identities and personalities will stand out even when they are in the special mode. I want oh. to see a Lanafell Reaper. <laughs> mm. Yeah. It's gonna claw your knees. Okay, so that's that's it for, for, for the Reaper part. There's a little section for Veil Male <laughs> Veil Miera. Now Veil Miera. <laughs> <laughs> uh Viera Male was announced. Uh, is it an FF XIV original design? Yoshida says yes. We have decided we aren't going to introduce any more races when we introduce the two new races in Shadowbringers. Of course, I would love to have more races in-game, but this is pushing the system and forces and forces it to calculate and deal with more assets. With that said, <clears throat> players from all over the world have been asking for more beast-like races similar to that of Mikote. I cannot stress... Um, Mikote really that beast-like? I think it means more like... Animal. Kemomimi yeah, kind of yeah. shit, you yeah. know? yeah. Yeah. I cannot stress how hard it is to put two races in one expansion. When I consulted with the graphic design team, they said, I will give it a try if Yoshida-san Yoshida really wants to do it, do this, but it's not realistic to do two races at the same time. As we begin to look at what races to create, we notice there is an overwhelming amount of Final Fantasy XII lovers asking the question, can this really not be done? A huge amount of players had made fan art based on the female version of Viera, and we kind of draw inspiration from their works. We really wanted to add female Rothgar at the time, uh, but ultimately had to push male Viera out first with the promise of Rothgar coming later. Male Viera is well and truly the hard work of the graphics team with... So, sorry, what? Is well and truly the hard work of the graphic team with the Final Fantasy XIV spirit in, in its backbone. So please give the race a try when the expansion comes out. There you go. It's in buy a Fantasia or make a character? I, <laughs> buy a Fantasia. First... You aren't poor, are you? <laughs> I, I'll I'll simply admire you guys from the sidelines, and let's, uh, you know, I'll just I'll watch. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, it can it has a part two, so about Endwalker story and the future uh, of six point one, um, which is interesting. Uh, we were told the script and story contents in Endwalker are enormous, but what is it like in terms of playtime compared with other expansions? Yoshida says, it's hard to tell since we're still in the middle of development, but it does feel like the longest and certainly has the most cutscenes slash voice lines in all of the expansions so far. As the conclusion to the Hydaelyn and Zodiac arc, there, there, there are, there is so much content that must be included, and there is simply no way to cut it down. Frankly, I think this is what we wanted the standard of the expansion to be. Therefore, as much as I want the expansion to come out a bit earlier, it won't be available till a later until a later time, and I hope players can understand this so the expansion can be as perfect as possible. Truth be told, when we introduced the trust system in 5.0 and let the Scion members join the dungeon with you, it had never occurred to me that you will need a character that can play as many classes, huh? That can play as any class to make the system work properly. You can't do that anymore now, and that was a slip-up I hadn't thought about. <clears throat> Whoops. Whoopsie. I have been delegating jobs to lower-level management and only examined key parts, and that had been working very well for us in terms of reducing my workload. But as we reached Shadowbringers, it became apparent that there is too much to the story, characters, and system for us to monitor. Things have become overly redundant. This expansion intends to clear, clear all the untied knots and, and hence... All manner of NPC will reappear. Please look forward to it. Mm. Okay. Gonna be a fresh start after this one. Yeah. Fully controlled. It'll uh, be about some other. 
I can understand why it will take longer. Yeah. I know it's disappointing for some people that we have to wait so long until the expansion comes out, but if it's really going to be as large as they seem to be suggesting it is, it will be worth the wait. Yeah. There's a pandemic too, so... Yeah. Well, we can't really say that anymore, but yeah, that is the original reason why it was pushed back. Um... Uh, we see one of the seven great worms, uh, Vitra. I think we're just going to say Vitra. I'm uh, until mm. it's spoken and get. Well, he he does say it actually in the. He say it, but we haven't got. We need to listen. I need to hear it more clearly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Vitra in the trailer. There's also confirmation that we will see Tiamat appear in patch 5.5. Does does that mean we will see all? Does that mean we will see all seven, and there will be a conclusion to them? I mean, not all seven of, them, seven of them are alive. No. There's going to be somewhat of an end to the situation with the dragons. Dragon. However, that doesn't mean I intend to force all seven to appear. The relationship between man and dragon is central to the story, so we thought it only makes sense for one of the seven to play a role in the ending. That part of the story will be unexpected, and fans will not see it coming, so please look forward to it. Ooh. Okay. Ooh, Exciting. Ooh, baby. Dragons... Still a weird thorn in the yeah. <laughs> overall plot. Yeah. <laughs> 14 and their presence is very weird. Yeah. Vritra. Um, so. Vritra. Mm-hmm. I like <clears throat> that they acknowledge that dragons are important to the plot because to not have them play a role at all in the conclusion to yeah. our 10 year running story at this point would be yeah. quite kind of strange. Absolutely. It's and yeah. Oh. I have so many thoughts, but we can't talk about it. Okay. Um, uh, there's a lot of em- emphasis on the uh, on the word end. Could you elaborate on what it means? From a personal level, I am a creator, but also a consumer of many works. I grew up under the influence of many great works out there. I'm a bit of a nerd myself, so of course I understand the feeling of I wish I could put this, uh, could put this and that here. But there's all sort of circumstances. Not sure what he means here. I assume he means he would love to do more collaborations with other licensed properties, but he can't. Yeah, Overwatch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, there was the Overwatch. Winston! The Winston shirt <laughs> oh is happening. Oh my god, it was Winston Hammond, Overwatch? Oh, it was a Hammond oh, shirt. Fuck it. It, sh- it should have been Winston, so he could be like, hi there. And then he gets peanut butter <laughs> in 14. You know Hammond is Winston's like rival, so the, there's still that connection. Oh my god, rather. and Winston mm. could do like stool toss. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, to, to do a uh, browbeat or whatever. <laughs> uh, to be honest, the original plan is to end the story at patch 7.0. But as I, uh, but as I gave out 80% of the future plot, plot's hints in Shadowbringers, I feel the tension in the story heating up just as much as our players that pay money to play the game. Um, it just makes sense to carry this momentum and finish the story as opposed to cool it down and drag it longer. With that, I presented everyone with the first climax of the story in the trailer. I have made it explicitly clear that this is not the con- sorry that this is the conclusion of the of Hydland and Zodiac arc because otherwise people will say the story is not truly going to end. Therefore, I want everyone to know the long-standing conflict between the two will come to an end. I always told the team the end is going to be a bang. I'm glad that it's the end of the Hydaelyn and Zodiac arc because I'm sick of saying Zodiac arc. Same. Endwalker will be the expansion to draw an end to the long-standing Final Fantasy story. I think the ending is one of the greatest challenges of any entertainment medium but can be done in a story-driven MMORPG. 
I am fully intending to carry on this work, but really want you want you the player to see this through till the very end. So yeah, there you go. It is for the I I see you. Be like, mm, there's no way they'll be able to finish this. There's going to be some sort of Heidelin shit after this. No, he said, this is it. This is the end of the the Heidelin Zodiac arc. I know it's hard to wrap your head around because that has been the game, but all we've ever known. Yeah, and it's almost a little scary that it's ending mm -hmm. because I don't know what's next. And yeah. Uh, um, okay. Do you think yeah. there will be a larger than normal patch break after 6.0? I hope not. But I hope by that point we do get back on schedule for everything. Because the expansion is already delayed, it would look bad mm -hmm. if the patch is delayed as well. I hope, but maybe it's not delayed. Maybe it's like worse. Maybe this is the new patch cycle. Like we're getting longer. Patch oh cycle. no! I don't know if I, I don't know if I necessarily means the new patch cycle. I was thinking more so they would need more time to set up the next storyline, and therefore there would be a larger gap as I, a result. Of I that. believe he's already said that the six point one story is already in the works. I believe we read a, at an okay. interview where he said mm -hmm. that. So they're already on that. Or not, they're not writing it, but they have it like laid out. So there, there is a plan mm -hmm. for six point one. Uh, okay, yes. So to be, uh, let's see. Hence, the expansion is called Endwalker. Well, isn't he talking about it here? Uh, to be honest, I am still thinking about the story of six point one as well as the central character that it will build on. There you go. I think all of this is going to be somewhat based on how epic we can make the ending of Endwalker to be. I feel as a producer developer, I am certain that I will producer developer now. Oh, sorry, product, product developer. developer. Oh my god, I, uh, um, caffeine poisoning. Um, I feel as a product developer, I'm, I'm confused. I am certain that I will create the intended effect, but as the development isn't quite finished yet, it is very hard to say. I will be more certain about what to do as we make more progress. Um, okay, regarding Island Sanctuary, <laughs> uh, is it really possible? They didn't talk about this, did they? No, not at all. Is it really possible to build a story and mission based based completely on single player? Uh, Yoshida says, yes. Players can play this content completely on their own, and we will provide easy instructions and help players that want to invest in the life of a crafter. However, the mode difficulty will adjust based on certain conditions. There will be incentive provided to players to engage, but there will be no competitive element in this. It is a mode you can play at your own pace. No competitive farming, sorry. Good. Do I have to worry about your crop yield? Sounds it's stressful. Just, That's yeah, very I, interesting. I, I, hope, I hope it is just kind of relaxing. I hope it's not hard <clears throat> to like micro market board items. They said there would be shit. didn't they say that would be like its own currency, type of currency within this mm -hmm. this system. So I think they did. Yeah. Yeah. It's so intriguing, this system. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Six point one. It's yes. Yeah. Or you know what? Point three. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be relatively. No, late point cause... point three is when we get the next relic roller. Yeah. <laughs> the, I don't know. They'll. It'll be later because the fact that there's no footage, there's no. They didn't talk about it at the live letter. Well, the live letter doesn't make any sense. But they didn't talk about it in the keynote. That's what makes me think part three. <laughs> yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. Okay. Moving on to day two. Live letter 64. Must say, 
this is a live letter that didn't need to happen. <laughs> uh, it was a little bit of information, but I agree for the most part. Yeah, the only Ten, thing... Five minutes? 90% or 80% of the live letter was merch. So... Yeah, uh, we'll get. Let's talk about the the meat of the pudding uh, first. The pudding. Yeah, I I I don't expression. know. It's it's a thing. Is it a British thing? Are you going to rage about the British British it's again? A, I don't think. I think it's say. a British thing. Yeah. Meat of the pudding. I'm sorry, Rollo. I live close to the British Isles. I, I no, I'm just, I've just, i just never heard that. <laughs> I can that hear sounds... your your anger towards the British again. <laughs> it just sounds so bizarre. Yeah. All right. Anyways, um, patch five point five five. We have a release date, Tuesday, May twenty fifth. So oh. mm -hmm. it's imminent. The latest it could have been. Yes. Yes. The uh, latest of late May. <laughs> Uh, Death Unto Dawn Part 2 will include the continuation of the main scenario. It'll include uh, updates to save the queen, uh, the epilogue ep epilo quest for Yorha Dark Apocalypse, and Triple Triad reward for collecting all the cards. Cool. Um, I said this during the stream, and I'll say it again here. At least, thank thankfully, it's not next week, because we're still quite busy next week. Yes, yes. <laughs> Um, okay, and then there's official service for PlayStation 5, uh, the, the PlayStation 5 version of Final Fantasy XIV, uh, that will start up uh, on 25th as well. Which I thought had already started. Yeah. The beta is currently still going, right? And there's like no difference so. from the beta <laughs> and the public. I guess, I don't know. There's, as far as I know, there's been no issues with the PS5 version, uh, so mm -hmm. there you go. Uh, okay. I've heard absolutely no complaints. Is it because the beta is free and official service means now you have to actually pay? No, the beta no. isn't free. No, you have to pay. <laughs> you have to pay for the beta. You have to pay to ha be able to enter your Yeah, so it's character. very confusing. I guess they just have to like officially say that we're out of beta. Uh, okay. Yeah, there's some like minor things to work out, like with the dual sense controllers mm -hmm. or something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, so uh, updates to save the queen. We're getting Zadnor. This is the final chapter of the the story. Um, Matsuno, um, Woolhead, returns again for the final chapter, uh, and there will be an important and difficult decision that you, the warrior of light, must make. And it's a similar decision to what you made to the one you made in Baldessian Arsenal, so um, for uh, featured in the Forbidden Land Eureka for a series. So, are you gonna kill Missia, or are you gonna kill? Well, they Dakota. say when you make this decision, it will affect the outcome of subsequent events. You should follow your heart and make a decision. Mm. So, th that was a thing. Yeah, that that was a th that well, that got a little pushback in Eureka because it wasn't made as clear that this was a like literally this will lock you out was didn't it lock mm -hmm. you out of something if you made like a certain choice i don't remember it ended I, the mm, ending cutscene so you would lose like a part of a cutscene cut but i believe it was reversed by completing baldessian arsenal yes if you did a baldessian arsenal something else happened yeah. i believe right it didn't lock sorry i don't mean lock out but like you you there was a part of the cutscene that wasn't you 
Can can we spoil the ending of you? I, I think one was less satisfying than the other. Um, yeah, just give everyone a couple seconds. Warning! Spoiler You're warning! You're about to spoil. I'll do you sound, have the sound effect? Yes, I do. I'll fucking I'll do it then. Oh. Oh, that was louder than I was expecting. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, you are you are given a choice that will either save. What's that Lalafell's name? There's like Don't a Lalafell. Fuck it. The Lalafell either dies or lives, right? And if you yeah. kill him, um, the Edgica. Yeah, Edgica. You. Uh, you you won't be you don't get him featured in the ending cutscene and it won't feel as rewarding as if when he dies. However, if you go back mm -hmm. and do Baldessian Arsenal, you get you get him back. You save him. Yeah. So th I think that's what I remember as being the thing that people were the most upset about was that oh we can get him back can we by doing fucking Baldessian Arsenal. <laughs> Uh, so there was a lot of pushback for that, but yeah, there you go. Okay, we can come back now. Well, you can <laughs> unmute. All right. So uh, th that's interesting that they're introducing a choice like that in um, again in, in this content. They also mm -hmm. showed off some gear in some screenshots first. Mm -hmm. We we noticed them in the screenshots. We saw Bosch's from 12 uh out the little window with his little tit window yeah well no he doesn't have a tit window he's got a belly no, he, window ab window it's sorry a stummy window yeah it's a mm. stummy window so, so you can tickle him yeah he likes it mm. and uh, also Pinello. <laughs> Pinello's <laughs> outfit not gender locked which is great because it looks really interesting on that was it an aura on the yeah it was an aura <laughs> i mean <laughs> It's a naturally ugly outfit. Yeah, Pinello's outfit is really horrible. Stupid little bodysuit jumper, <laughs> yeah. overall thing. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to tell you this right now, Lakeel. That's for us. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so they showed up. Maybe, maybe it'll just be glams. I hope so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, they also showed off. This was really exciting. They showed off. Uh, um, Balthier and uh, Franz bike uh, mm -hmm. as a mount, two-man mount, which again makes us wonder: Are we gonna meet Balthier in this story now? I mean, Fran is already involved, so mm. we have we have seen Fran. Yeah, we in in the five point five trailer, we saw that Fran was there. Yeah, she didn't speak in the trailer, so they were trying to hide it. Yeah, and we know that Ash is probably. Yeah, yeah. So it's very exciting. I'm very excited for this story now. Uh, I mean, I always was, but now that I, you know, we it's been very light on the 12 characters. We've seen um, Begamnon, I think. I think that's about the... Oh, and some other... No, I think Begamnon is the only named 12 character in this storyline, mm -hmm. right? Uh, okay, so they also showed off some housing items, uh, outdoor items that they've added, uh, including a gazebo. The colero. Mm. Mm. Uh, so uh, that's cool. Um, oh yeah, Gabranth, obviously. Oh yeah, Gabranth. <laughs> yes, obviously. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, 
so they also uh, showed us the inside of the Dial Riada, which I'm assuming is going to be the castrum of this mm -hmm. place. Well, they call it the last part of the Save the Queen story, so assumedly it will be the castrum legislatory of Sadnal. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, Matsuno wanted it to be perfect. Uh, so this is like his... He's been all over this one to make sure it's... Mm -hmm. um, it's gonna be perfect yeah when you reach so there's a new system when you reach resistance rank 25 you will unlock resistance honors which is a new progression path um so if you accumulate further metal you can trade it in for proofs of metal the three types of honors increase max hp damage dealt and healing potency and they can stack um i'm curious as to what the cap is yeah because surely they don't go up indefinitely no they're, 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 otherwise it'll be ridiculous there'll be people just one-shotting yeah. bosses but it would be funny though <clears throat> it, it would be funny, be funny they, sh they should, they should do think, that <laughs> i don't think the game is programmed non-spaghettily enough to allow that to happen Rollo. you should be allowed to break things in these instances where they're separate from main content. So I agree, Rollo. But I think <laughs> if you break things, you will break the game. Yeah. Good. I want 99, 99, 99 and all three. I want to be impervious. I want to just auto attack everything to death. And I want to understand what I'm you understand what I mean by break the game. Yeah. Yes. And I think we should. Okay. There's there's no way the the stack number <laughs> can hold three digits. I don't think that's possible. Uh, but yeah, mm. um, right. So I don't think it can go above sixteen. <laughs> no, I don't think I've ever seen that. Uh, okay, so final step of the resistance weapon, uh, resistance weapons upgrades. Uh, that's coming. Uh, not much information about it, but again, once you complete one weapon, upgrading any any others will be slightly different. So that means I guess the first step will not be required. Um, they didn't confirm this, but I would greatly appreciate it if they can make this current step that all of us are stuck on doable within Zadnor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's uh, that. Um, in patch 5.5, adjustments will be made. <laughs> this was funny. Yeah. This one's, uh, this one's like a... I don't know. This one came out of the blue. It was like, uh, oh, and by the way... <laughs> We had a pretty massive bug that's been with uh, not even a bug. It's an oversight. Um, yes, from uh, extreme trials uh, that you know the ones that drop uh, or yield crafting materials. Uh, you can you can you know you can desynthesize them and get the items required to craft their weapons. Right. Well, only for some. Uh, one of the the most prominent one featured was, I believe, Biako. Uh, yes, which because it's the most recent yeah. craftable extreme weapon. People have been desynthesizing gear from these trials, thinking that the drop rate is just insanely low. So having for those people watching this live letter must have been such a gut punch because he essentially says. It's not in there. <laughs> well, to, it's not first, on the loot table said, at all. He, uh, at first, he said, 
Well, I saw these complaints and I didn't believe them. Yeah. So I looked directly at the source code myself. It's crazy <laughs> that that has like just no oh, one no. thought to check that. That's crazy. Yeah, he he just he said I went to the forums and that's how it was. Didn't why aren't people? See, that's and the thing is, he said, okay, we've fixed it now. So Biako Zervan was like the oldest well, one. Not, well, not yet, but in yeah, two weeks. In, in two weeks' time. Uh, Servan, Biako, I don't remember all of them. Sukiyomi. Sukiyomi. There were a couple others. Yeah, a couple of other others. Uh, they will now finally drop that those items. But make sure, remember to report if they don't drop. How? How do you know if it's not dropping? It. That's the reason why no one like submitted this as like a, a ticket. Like no one reported this because they thought the drop rate was just low. Uh, yeah, that's scary. I feel like they should have a better system in place to make sure that that's that still drops. Um, mm -hmm. So, anyways, the cur the known ones uh, right now will be fixed in patch five point five five. Then they showed us an upcoming schedule of or a schedule of upcoming things. Uh, match, uh, patch five point five five in on May twenty fifth. In mm -hmm. July, we get the Make It Rain campaign. Ooh. Not shared with anything else, so that's good. Uh, it's just the Make and It Rain campaign. At the time, it should be. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, in June, June, July, patch five point five seven. And July, August, patch 5.58. So, will a data center visit? Yeah, that's data center visit in, yeah, in July, August. And then in August, this is um, probably the merge that I care the, or that I mind the least. It's Moonfire Fair and The Rising all in one. We already know Moonfire Fair usually starts first and then it transitions into the rising uh directly yeah today or today this year it'll be in the same event but you i don't know who said it but theorized that uh, yeah it was my theory that they only plan for two risings per expansion so this is how they can get around that by not really focusing on the rising part of the celebration yeah and also they probably don't want to ride four more write four more shadowbringers Tales from the Shadows right. for the website. <laughs> True. Uh, okay, so uh, surprising announcement as well. In September, you'll see the return of the Final Fantasy XV collaboration. Ooh. So your last chance, most likely, to get that four-seater mm -hmm. car mount before well, it goes up on maybe, the store. Maybe, but most likely. The 13th event happened three times before the gear went up. So there might still be a third time, but I wouldn't take that but risk. But thir 13 was special because 13, uh, they did 13 one extra time because of uh, PS3, the launch of the uh, PS3 service, uh. so that they could also get participate in it, I believe. But yeah, um, there you go. C get it while you can. Uh, and then the final thing, uh, of course, November is the release of Endwalker. So there's still stuff to do in the in the in the impending drought mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, god being you... a 14 podcast during drought is rough but people well, tend to like our the droughts because that means we get to just theorize mm -hmm. so 
and we'll likely be doing a lot of review as well for Shadowbringers as a whole, like True. we did towards the end of We can Stormblood. actually do a big fat review now. We haven't had a big fat oh, review yes, since Heaven's Word. Uh, we can really um, just make up some BS during this drought. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we'll be fine. Do and you Mogmail. notice something missing? <laughs> yes, and Mogmail. Do you notice something missing between September and November? Uh, October is missing between September and November. Yes, and do you know what that means? Oh my god, you're right. All Saints Wake is missing. <laughs> Are we just losing one every year now? One event has to go every year. Oh, that made me sad. I forgot, I didn't notice that. Oh, that's probably because it's so close to the Endwalker release. No, Possibly. That, I don't know. They, they're like, I feel like they're kind of done, I guess, with seasonal events. I think they just don't care about the event anymore. Yeah. Oh, Halloween was such a, or All Saints Wake was such a. Uh, you could have spent uh, Halloween with your little void scent buddy next year. Yeah, year. next year maybe. Maybe <laughs> that's we'll get see it again next year. Yeah, I'm still laughing about you saying that October was what was missing for Tinks. I thought you were pop quizzing me on months. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, okay. Right, um, now to the part of the uh, live letter that was complete, just shilling. Um, no, there, there was, well, there was the Ishikawa there, thing. Oh, sorry, there's the Ishikawa thing. Bless her, she's very sweet. And uh, there was... She showed us an Excel spreadsheet. She showed us, yeah, showed us an Excel spreadsheet. she talked about how she does her work in Notepad. Yeah, that's relatable. She's very relatable. Um, mm-hmm. She likes looking at the sky. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this whole thing I about think that. The most of the questions that she answered, I think the most interesting was how she gave us the justification for why Thancred went back to his original appearance yeah. after the events of Shadowbringers. Yeah, because it was never addressed good. in game, and we all we all questioned it. Like, why does he look different to what he used to look like? Yeah, but. It's just his skin returned to its normal shade being inside for so long. And Taro took advantage of his unconscious form to neaten him up. His rat tail. They took it away from him. Yeah. Bring it back. Okay. So, um, then um, <clears throat> it. Uh, she also talked about, I love that she's like, oh, I sometimes worked 36 hours a day. Oh. And then she's like, no, uh, before Square Enix. <laughs> I think she said something like that, and <laughs> then they had this whole bit where they talked about like you, you know, it's not good working that much, but mm -hmm. if you're you know in the zone, you, you yeah, doesn't want to like interfere. See, um, something similar happened during the closing ceremony. Someone else mentioned something similar, and oh. Yoshi again had to step in and say, "Yeah, uh, please take your days off. It yeah. is company policy. HR gets angry at me when you say these things. Too many red blocks. Too much overtime. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that that was a little awkward. Um, okay, and then they moved on to first. They were. It, I loved." They just showed Citizen Final Fantasy XIV online. And if you don't, like, know that Citizen is, a, like, a watchmaker, what does that mean? It's so <laughs> bizarre just seeing Citizen X FF14. <laughs> uh, I thought we were going to be Japanese citizens. Uh, that's wow. the ultimate crossover. <laughs> um, no, it's a new watch. There's a white and a black watch. 
by citizen. It looks not all a watch right, guy. but let's. I would not wear this. But... I have this like yeah. I I struggle wearing very flashy, obvious video game merch. Uh, like this is obvious. I don't think. I, I don't think it is obvious. I think. It's I think... So vague. Ooh. 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 Crunchy. I think the white one. Look. Oh. I think the white one looks more merchy than the black one i who is it for though like what is it for like the for rich people roller yeah. cigar smoking <laughs> businessman i guess like the the mid-sized business owner when he goes to his meeting and is like i don't think, little... it's, for, I don't think it's for mid-sized business owners. <laughs> i think that's not enough okay sorry big if, if you're a square enix ceo only you can wear this watch yeah yeah uh, I think the the darkness model is better than the light because the light one to me, if I looked at someone wearing it, I'd be like, "That's merchandise." Someone's wearing video game merchandise. I would just. I would... There's something about the hands on the clock that makes it like <laughs> look a little cheaper than. The... I can see it about the hands. Yeah. I think the I think the logos like the of the face. twelve are fake. Yeah. I think the logos of the twelve are like indistinct enough that you could ignore them, but I yeah. think the hands are not. What you would expect from a high-end watch? Yeah, it, yeah. I mean, it's it's for whoever wants. I mean, if you want a new, if you're looking for a new watch, don't, don't buy I this one. For a new, I am, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I am <laughs> looking for a new watch. I ain't paying this much money. <laughs> Telling you, no. And this is this twelve dollar Casio. Yeah, works. Yeah, there you I'm go. not looking for something that cheap. No. <laughs> okay. But we're going to go from slightly ridiculous to full-on crazy because uh, they oh. rolled onto the stage a guitar, and a, mm -hmm. an electric guitar. And you think, okay, hmm. Str not string. I mean, presented by Soken. So you're like, okay, so that makes sense. Soken's got his way. He here's some, you know, 14-themed guitar. Mm -hmm. But then he says the word Stratocaster, and you know it's a Fender <laughs> guitar now. Yeah. You know that price is gonna, that price just is gonna be big. It's a big, big, big money. Um, it's a mm -hmm. really nice looking guitar. It has some like bits, like a purple bit and a blue bit. It's hard to explain. It's like acrylic, you can see through. Yeah, um, like, like resin. Yeah, resin like stuff in there. It looks, it looks neat. I would get the guitar before the watch if I had the funds available because I could at least display <laughs> the guitar. Yeah, and it looks like a cool, like piece. Yeah, I, I would the watch. Is... Yeah, it was funny because we we kind of played the prices right during this. <laughs> yeah, uh, and every time he showed off a feature, the price just kept bumping up in our minds because <laughs> they're like, "Oh, mm -hmm. there's a special button here that if you click it, it you 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 break like what did they say? Break the sound or whatever? It, it goes wow. Yeah, it goes wow. So it's it essentially a pedal built into the button. Uh, and then he showed off, you know, the the resin part, and then he. Sh sh the logo and then the fact that it was numbered there's like a plate on the uh, back with the the serial number final price uh rolla one with a price that i thought was too insane uh i think you were up in like the two were you three i was 25 2800 28 you said 2800 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, i went 25 and, yeah. and Gyorgy yeah. went i went 2250 yeah very optimistic that was I, I will say we all guessed before 
<laughs> we yeah, stole yeah, every single that's week true. that had no That's fun. true. Uh, final final score, <laughs> final price, <laughs> three hundred and ninety six thousand yen. That is three thousand four hundred and ninety nine do U.S. dollars ninety nine cents, uh, three thousand one hundred ninety nine uh, British pounds, three thousand four hundred ninety nine euros, and six thousand four hundred ninety nine Australian dollars. Oh, almost know? double. Are you guys yeah, rich you down there? No! <laughs> do you want to know what that converts to, Rollo? Yes. Show me the conversion. 5,052 US dollars. What the Jesus fuck? Christ. Is it shipping? Are the waters tumultuous down there? Is it the... shipping? <laughs> is it shipping? Where's it being I, made? I, I, it's making. Yeah. Shipping is not even uh, on the. If it's in the made price. in Japan, shipping should not be as expensive. To get <laughs> I, here. I'm trying to think of a reason why it's that expensive. I can't think of any. You cannot pre-order it yet, I believe, but um, yeah. no. it, it is. Yeah. I love that all this merch, and this is the one thing that has an Australian price. Yeah, yeah. Um, it also uh, will also be an in-game item for. Uh, for the uh, for bards, it's the, instru yes. the instrument. Uh, that's why it took so long before they revealed the actual new instrument that we would get for that mm -hmm. system. It mm -hmm. is the the Final Fantasy XIV Stratocaster, uh, which will also get a housing item that you can hang up on your yeah. wall. And don't worry, you don't mm -hmm. need to buy the actual Stratocaster yeah. to get this item. <laughs> that was my fear. The second I saw that, I was like. <laughs> That's a yeah. That's an expensive uh, furniture item. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I. Hmm. Mm. I wish it looked more elegant. Yeah, it I looks could very jarring. More in game, otherwise. Yeah, it doesn't look like it fits fourteen more so than like the um, the regalia because the regalia is like, like the metals in it look kind of like. Like uh, like the same metals that um, Garleans use almost, yeah. you know. Yeah. Like it's mm -hmm. it's sort of adapted, not perfectly, it but is, this is just yeah, the regalia, real ass guitar. <laughs> it is, yeah, because regalia is at least from a fantasy game, so it, like fantasy is still part of its design. This is yeah, this is just a guitar. This is, this is an electric guitar. <laughs> I hate Not that you plugged have, into anything. I hate that you have the like the big jack slot in there. So like, what are you gonna plug yeah. it into? What? Uh, <laughs> oh. They kept the jack. That's an, so ele an elegant terminal. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I when five point five five comes out, I'm gonna try and get as many people together and make the most non one point screenshot and send it to you, Nikhil. You fucker. just tell you. This is the hey, same game. We're Let's still waiting for the cop car mod. What? When we need that? God, I wish I could go back in time and just show that, like the picture that Georgi then takes in the future to that per to that version of myself, because I think I'd I wouldn't be here. <laughs> I no, would have le left the game a long time we ago. We would be in a different timeline. Yeah, this would have never existed. <laughs> I'd be like, okay, this is not worth my time. Goodbye. Um, Clearly, they've the gone guitar, down though. the the free to play route. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do like no, the guitar, though. Down. Yeah, the, it does like look a, cool. Yeah. Like an instrument in game. Like I, it's gonna sound weird hearing electric guitar sounds in game, like from a, like just in game, not in like a normal song. But mm -hmm. you know why not? I'm yeah. Not. 
So there you go. Um, you can shred like the pros in 5.55. Then at the end here, uh, Ishikawa says that Endwalker is the finale. It is a curtain call where you get to say goodbye to some characters. Death flags are raised. Uh, she hopes you can <laughs> greet them again this final time with all the love in your heart. Which, of course, leaves us to the speculation. Threatening. Who are we saying goodbye to? Nandwalker. Cryo. No! How oh, dare you? I'll be sad. That's why she's not on the, that's why she's not on the poster. No, she gets killed shut between 5.55 and 6. No! no! The shot silence her, Rollo! No! <laughs> she's... Is maybe that's makes... why we get there because we're like, where's Kryle? And then we go there and it's like, excuse me, have you seen Kryle? Like, who? There was no one by that name here. <laughs> uh, they, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, that's um, that's intriguing. That there's a character, but I think it's Kryle actually. Now that you say, it, she's oh. not on the poster. No. No. <laughs> I, I kind she's, of don't believe she, that. Just she's because kind Kryl... of like expendable, though, because she's not that she's big expendable. of a character. So they could do I that. I like her. She's nice. I like Kryle as well. I I'd like be actually Kryl very too. upset if they killed off Kryl. <laughs> and, 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 and if that was like the one good thing about Eureka was Kryl. So I feel it's, yeah, it's sad if she dies, but yeah. Someone is. I mean, we don't know if it's death. It, it doesn't necessarily imply that it's it's someone's mm -hmm. going away uh you could say that um what's his name monk took off his hair Gosetsu? yeah gosetsu left technically right mm -hmm. yeah didn't yeah, die um okay Papalima. don't say Papa. it's oh, not Yishtola. Papa Limo. come back maybe Papa Limo comes back. maybe Papa Limo is the the light that we see uh, that we meet in the <laughs> in Mordona no Papa mm. Limo is the void scent you thought there I was dead um okay I don't know why he had the 14 witch uh voice all right <laughs> uh there was a Q&A it was it was streamed through Zoom. There were many people on there with fourteen backgrounds, and it was hard to hear what people said. And it was I scrubbed through it. I, I, I was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to watch at least one <laughs> question. It was very difficult. Uh, I personally did not see any questions much worth discussing on here. No, there are going to be more questions that are answered through the email. So maybe. Because they didn't have time to it, I get to get to the rest of them, I guess. Yeah. Um, if you missed, so maybe there'll be some there. If you missed the stream, by the way, it is still up on their YouTube channel. I'm not sure if it's on their Twitch. It probably is. I don't see why it wouldn't be. I think it still is. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that happened. Then there was a cosplay thing. Um, I mean, people are very talented when it comes to cosplay. So it's just, yes, yeah, there was there was some cool stuff. Yeah. Very impressive. <laughs> <laughs> then there was this like there was this game show thing i think or something that resembled something that's been done better by better people i think at some point i don't know what i don't remember what it was called but it happened with some people on there and i barely remember i don't know who they are um so oh my god <laughs> joking <laughs> jesus christ gillionaire happened so um was interesting i would oh, i will we gosh. i will say i think our format 
It's a better quiz. It's a better quiz. Yeah, I think so. There was more less focus on the quiz, more focus on doing content in the game, which I didn't mind watching the content. I liked watching them race each other in the That's content. That's true. It was fun, but there was very few questions all in all, right? Yes. So There were four. Yeah. Um, interesting. Yeah. But hey, it ha- it was cool. I like I mean they they did a thing. It was, yeah, yeah, it was they fun. Also, they also all weren't aware of the formatting of how it worked. Because so at one point one of the teams gets a question wrong and they part and as a result it gets passed to the other team. However, questions were written for the other team by their helpers the the phone a friend people oh so ethos wrote the question one of the questions and the reason he didn't respond at that point where like they phone a friended him is because he knew the answer they weren't supposed to phone a friend him and so that's Ooh. why this is this weird cut there there's oh <laughs> What? what was it oh this is that's shady i don't know understand why that why would they why would he be okay all right well that's both, uh... the, apparently both ethos and anonymous wrote two of the questions each mm, okay all right um it's hard running a game show it's hard to that's why we have to pull one out right so, so one mm-hmm. they cannot participate that's just how it is um okay then uh, there was the Primals concert, and the best performance I have ever seen when they played a long fall and they did the dance. I, I did the meme. They, they did hinted the at it before. Rem- remember? So I, I might be just completely out of. I am. You know that I live in a bubble. But remember when I first, when we first played the twinning song. And I had to put the dancing man on screen, and it wasn't even like from a fourteen meme. It was just him. The man, yeah. Was I so in tune then with the community? Was everyone doing that at the I, time? Because I had no idea. I think I remember seeing it pretty soon after. So everyone was just we were just all thinking it. I think. At yeah, that I, I, I feel like it, I remember. I, yeah. I I don't know. Who we can claim? Oh, I'm not saying that we did it. I'm just no, saying no, no. I, I know you're. I know you're not. It's just doing crazy that, that just, we all had the same yeah, idea. It was a it was a hive mind thing in yeah. the community. Yeah, because uh, I remember having to like try to time him so he fit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was crazy. Uh, uh, they wore the colors too, which was nice. Yes, from the they actual did. Mm-hmm. like twinning MP4 video. Uh, we we mm-hmm. have. And some I cre- assume they were related to their actual like jobs as well because we know fox clone is a healer yes oh. uh because uh we're we can play a little snippet of that just the, yes, the a, dance but a snippet yeah here, here is that go. gary Busey, by the way the man dancing what is that gary Busey? no it is not no, People, it's i not heard that and I'm, like, and I'm like that's not gary what are you talking about he just, he just looks like he vaguely I looks got, like he, him i was gaslighted yeah <laughs> yeah I think you've been gaslit. Okay, here we go. I couldn't believe my eyes. Ah, uh, this was amazing to watch live. Yeah. This was really the one point that I was like most 
like frustrated about the pandemic that, <laughs> that uh, yeah. people did to experience this live because this would have been amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I really hope they had this as email one day. Oh God. I mean if if WoW can get away with just taking dances straight from Eurovision, <laughs> I think we can have like a dance yeah, loosely based. Copyrighted. We don't know enough about the video. No. Uh, well, that's uh, yeah. That that's wild. Uh, yeah, the part, the part we oh, were just yeah, watching yeah. was the. But they do the do the actual thing. The, the beginning. Dance, the beginning so. is the 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 man dance. Yeah, we mean the 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 more direct parts from yeah. the, from the actual video. Yeah. Or dance. Uh, there's a lot. There was a lot of songs played during this concert. Uh, it was a very. Nice, I had to watch. I watched it all. <laughs> I watched all the concerts just in bed. I can't. Not talking to anyone. It's just me lying in bed with that just on full blast. Uh, while my Fit. this time with a, a dairy uh, a bubbling in my <laughs> stomach. <laughs> um, yeah. So. Um, uh, or any of the other songs worth mentioning that were played? Um, Yoshi Pei joined them for a rendition of uh, Under the Weight. Mm -hmm. And about, he only was there for like the last half of the song and yeah. he was exhausted after that. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was a good uh, concert uh, with, uh, of course, mm -hmm. Koji Fox with his hat. Uh, I, <laughs> I love... <laughs> I love Koji Fox, but I love, I love it when he's like transformed into his like <laughs> primal's persona. His he alter is... ego. <laughs> <laughs> because he's still, he's still like Koji Fox, but with the hat yeah. now. <laughs> mm. um, yeah, I love, I love Koji. Um, all right, then. Yeah, Koji Fox gives dad energy. Oh really big dad energy um okay and then things uh, took a very shocking turn at the very end mm -hmm. um with a message from soken yeah i don't know how many people knew about this beforehand because the way that even foxclon was talking about it when soken said that he had something else to say yeah i thought foxclon was so had a sort of like joking tone, so I don't even know if he no, knew what it, was about to happen. Yeah, um, yeah, it was. Um, uh, well, for those that don't know, I, I mean, I think most people know at this point. But uh, for the last six months, uh, Soken. Well, six months ago, Soken was diagnosed with cancer, and no, has, no. wasn't it six was it months six ago? Months? I believe it was six months no, ago. No, it, it had to be longer ago than that because he was he was working on To the Edge from his hospital room and 4.3 came out like... 5.3, sorry. Oh, came sorry, out it was like even longer. Mid-year, oh, last, last year. year. Sorry, I don't know where I got six months I think from. around six months ago is when he first went into remission. Oh, okay, sorry, um, sorry, sorry. Okay, there we go. Um, yeah, so he was in hospital. Um, people thought he was working from home because they didn't want to tell anyone that... I didn't want Yoshi P to tell the team uh, that he was in <laughs> hospital. Um, was uh, and he wrote and he worked while in hospital, by the way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, and wrote. Um, Edge. 
close to significantly. the edge. Yes, uh, while in, in hospital. Horrible uh, thing to learn, um, but thankfully he is in remission, almost full remission now. Uh, yeah. So he, he is back. Um, difficult to watch uh, yeah, live. It was, um, it was rough. Yes. Um, and if you haven't watched it, you sh definitely should. I'm sure it's on, it is on YouTube. Um, yeah. It's a 17 minute long video. Uh, so they, um, they talked about how they couldn't really visit him either because no. of COVID. So mm -hmm. it was just, it's so sad. He's like, yeah, it's my best friend is what Yoshi was saying. So yeah. it's like, man. I have seen but, um, the team in many, like, this is when I, f like, this the this dev team we don't deserve we don't deserve <laughs> this dev team like they are we are so lucky with the people yeah that run this game um mm -hmm. and i've seen them in many different states i remember the watching yoshi p having like, when he talked about a realm reborn when it was delayed uh and he he even mentioned it here when he said that soken was the one guy on the team was like we can do this Let's go. Mm -hmm. uh, so it was very, a very touching moment. Um, so yeah, super, there you go. Super, super brave of them to actually yes. just talk about it out loud. I yes. mean, obviously people should, you know, you can respect their privacy and they don't have to talk about it. But um, I think it definitely is kind of uh, warming to just hear them be so open about it and share all their feelings. Yeah. I really do. I think we all here wish him the best. Yes, of um, course. And we we love you, Soken. Love you, Soken. Um, so many like, uh, mem not memorials, like dedications to him. Yes, already. And I I only hope that we can see more in the upcoming weeks. Yeah, yeah. But that was nice too to see. I, I mean, I don't. Yeah, the, there's a lot of outpouring of support in chat. Uh, mm -hmm. And it's I, this is just general, but all I don't know if it's just very good moderating, but the chats on both the YouTube and Twitch feeds were very clean and nice for the entire event. From what I know, it was surprising. Yeah. All right, so I mean, props to good moderation. That's yeah. It's kind of an understated thing, but that's <laughs> no yeah. one was saying mean things. No. So the hashtag we that everyone using is hashtag welcome back soken and yeah. well it's it's nice it i feel like it doesn't come get across exactly what which is how uh koji translated it at the time mm -hmm. i don't know if it gets comes across it gets across the actual meaning of what yoshi p said in japanese which was specifically um okairi soken san which uh not nece doesn't necessarily mean welcome back it more so means like welcome home yeah which is like it feels like uh even more meaningful thing to have said yeah mm. yeah uh okay uh well there it is um that is uh that was the end of fan fest um um how would you review this fan fest i don't know it's yeah. weird to compare it to other fan fest or the not fan fest thing we had earlier this year mm-hmm Getting to experience the concerts really like yeah, up to the feeling of it being a celebration, yeah. which you don't get when you are not at the event. Yeah, in the past. it makes it makes me really want to be able to go to the next fan fest and actually go there for yes. the concert. Yeah, 
And I'm sad because, you know, this is going to be going to be our, I mean, I don't know if you guys are going to go, but I did actually plan to go to at least one of these fan fests. Yes, mm-hmm. I plan to go. Uh, the sad thing, okay, this is very Mela, but uh, Mela will say this, that this was, this is probably, it is unlikely that the next expect. But I disagree, by the way. Uh, I think. disagree with him as well. But Mela says that it is, it is very unlikely that this next expansion is going to be, you know, another peak uh, and that the following fan fests are just going to decline in quality as the game slowly fades into obscurity. <laughs> I'm I sorry, mean... that's very horrible <laughs> to say, but that's, I mean, some well, part of it I can see because if you look at other games, that's how it's gone. But mm-hmm. 14 has proven again and again that. It's not quite like other MMOs at this mm-hmm. point. So we'll see. We'll see. Um, I can't speak for other MMOs, but the Final mm-hmm. Fantasy XIV community does feel very tight and welcoming and not like particular. I mean, we like to say we're not a toxic community and there are aspects of it that are, <laughs> but it feels like a very positive community to be a part of. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's one thing that I felt watching these fan fests is that, yeah, this is a very good community. I'm glad we're a uh, minute. Yeah. I'm glad to be part of this community and not other communities. Yeah. And you <laughs> can tell the names. Yes. <laughs> you can really tell, you know, obviously, you know, it's a job for these developers, but they really do have a lot of passion for it and they very much do care about mm-hmm. our input and their their vision of what they want to make. And I mean, you know, there's always a little bit of pushback and disagreements between us, the community, what the developer wants and everything. But I think there is like an intent of they want to make something good yeah. and that we like. Yeah. There you go. Um, that's it. That's the show. And that's uh, the summary of FanFest. FanFest is officially over. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, I will also Long say. Week. I will also say in in just in closing about the fan fest is that this was a special fan fest, but mm-hmm. they made it feel. They tried very hard to make it feel like a real fan fest, even though it wasn't. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I commend them for that as well. It felt yeah. pretty nice. Um, um, here's the next fan fest. We'll have our own signing booth in the bathroom of mm-hmm. fan fest. Mm-hmm. Um, there we go. So yeah. Okay, that's it. Thanks for watching, everyone. Remember uh, to follow us on Twitter at speakersxiv, twitch.tv slash speakersupplied, and youtube.com slash speakersxiv, exclamation Discord in chat. If you want to join our Discord server, if you're watching on demand, links in the description. Uh, send us Mogmail. Uh, we will restart our Mogmail inbox now, so oh. we'll, we'll, we'll have to go through some Mogmail. Some will be purged if it's old. So if you know that you've sent a Mogmail, that wouldn't make sense. That wouldn't make sense to be read now. Send us a new one. Uh, Speakersxiv.com yeah. uh, <laughs> slash mogmail. Uh, and remember, you can also watch you can watch our reaction to the trailer on Speakers Place right now. YouTube.com mm-hmm. slash Speakers Place. Uh, and other gameplay stuff. That's it. Uh, we'll see you later, everyone. Goodbye. Goodbye. Music start!
just listened to an episode of Speakers of Eidolon, produced by Speakers Network. Producer for this episode was Lukeel Bravestone. Final Fantasy and Final Fantasy XIV is a registered trademark of Square Enix Holding Company Limited. If you would like to support the show, consider pledging to our Patreon campaign at patreon.com speakersxiv or buy some merch at teespring.com stores speakersxiv. Link to both of these sites, as well as our Discord server, is provided in the episode description. Thank you for listening to this Speakers Network production.